Hello, and thank you for joining me. You're listening to Health Habits and Wellness. I'm Shannon Spiller, Physician Assistant, and I'll be your host today. Our topic, Personal Growth So Far. Over the last six months, we have been talking about personal growth and how to improve our mental and physical well-being. As you may recall, mental well-being might be defined as how we interpret and cope with what's happening in our life. The way we order our lives can provide meaning and purpose. The skills needed to thrive are developed over time and by experience and are often the method life uses to sharpen and strengthen our mental fortitude and contribute to our overall well-being. Mental well-being is not the lack of problems, challenges, or adversity, and is not the absence of mental illness. On the other hand, it is how we respond to a given situation. If our emotional bank account is overdrawn due to lack of sleep, relationship issues, change in our work schedule, new guidelines to follow, illness or death in the family, we might find ourselves struggling, become overwhelmed, and frustrated trying to navigate the hustle-bustle of every day. If what had been working is no longer working, it might be time for a new plan. The way we order our lives can provide stability and balance. It is said that the more structure or routine that we have in our lives, the less stress we have when the unexpected shows up, and the more emotionally available we are for those in crisis. We become more responsive and less reactive, allowing us to interact with intention. Routine feeds our physical, mental, and spiritual well-being by providing structure and organization. What can we do when we feel stuck? How do we deal with disappointments? Maybe you have lost your momentum, doubting yourself and others, leaving you feeling unsure. When we focus on all that has gone wrong, and will go wrong, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, setting us up for more of the same. When it seems like all the doors are closing or are closed, then turn your focus away from the closed door. When we focus on our disappointments, we can miss the open door, the opportunities before us. Our despair can blind us. Take your mind off the doors that are closed. You know the adage, where one door closes, another door opens. Take your eyes off the closed door and consider that there are other possibilities for which you may be better suited. Realign your priorities. Adjust your expectations. Discover what you truly want by aligning your goals with the priorities in your life rather than the I shoulds. Redirect your energy. Do something in the meantime. Don't ruminate and raise doubt about why this is happening. Maybe this is the time to take that course, teach that class, start that business, resume a hobby, or volunteer. There are so many possibilities when you are willing to take your eyes off the closed door. Rethink what matters and align with your values. Don't let the closed door determine or define you. During times like these, it is essential that we are grateful for all that we have. Draw those who are closest to you closer. Celebrate the blessings in your life. Share your time and energy where it can do the most good. When you think about it, personal growth and mental well-being require intentional changes. It's the work over a lifetime. The goal is a life filled with joy, well-being, peace of mind, and contentment. Our contribution can make all the difference. When we act or make choices that originate from our values, we come away with a clear sense of purpose and direction and are less likely to get off course when we encounter a challenge. 
Our values guide our decisions. They may overlap and may change at various stages in our life. When we live in line with our values, we are happier and more fulfilled, and it helps us develop healthy habits and make lifestyle choices that contribute to our overall well-being. Research shows that just thinking about our values keeps our stress level low and helps us feel more content. On the other hand, compromise can lead to low self-esteem, anxiety, regrets, and stress. When we consider that all of our interactions are a reflection of our values, taking time to reconnect with what is important can make all the difference between responding and reacting. A reaction is based in the moment and doesn't take into consideration the long-term effects of what you do or say. It is survival-oriented and on some level a defense mechanism. Our reaction stems from our experience over time and the need to protect ourselves. Reactions are usually triggered. The trigger can be a word, a person, an event, our experience that touches off an immediate emotional reaction. We can recognize a trigger by the way it seizes our thoughts and provokes a strong emotional reaction. Response, on the other hand, usually comes slowly. It will take into consideration the well-being of not only you, but those around you, staying in line with your core values. If we pause before we act, we give ourselves distance to separate our feelings from our actions. Responding then supports clarity of thought and honors our values. Our life experience impacts our personal growth, especially the stressful ones. The way we respond to conflict and handle confrontation can affect our mental well-being. How we respond sharpens and strengthens our mental fortitude and contributes to our mental and physical well-being and those closest to us. Being willing to understand our triggers, appreciate our differences, and show self-compassion goes a long way to support our best self. Our interactions with our family and others will be more deliberate, inspiring, and all the more meaningful. I hope you find these tips to be helpful. My goal is to facilitate your wellness, to inspire healthy habits, and make a positive contribution to your well-being. I look forward to partnering with you on your health and wellness journey. Until next time, you've been listening to Health, Habits, and Wellness.